reading from the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to Mark, beginning with the 24th verse. But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then He will send out the angels and gather His elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also... When you see these things taking place, you know that He is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all of the things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The first words in the Bible tell us in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And you know what? There was light. But before there was light, There was darkness. Before there was light, there was darkness. The Gospel of John calls Jesus the light of all people. John says to us that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. We're here today for that reason because we know that darkness did put Jesus to death. The sin and hatred of humanity nailed him to a tree. But God raised light to life. God raised him from the dead and darkness did not overcome him. But that sin and darkness are still in this world. An absence of relationship with God still haunts humanity. It still causes us to seek good in things that are bad for us. Because sometimes to seek goodness in God means that we have to let go of ourselves. 
And so we live in an odd tension of darkness. In a place where people can be busy about Christmas and not care about Christ. The first words we hear from Mark concerning Jesus' mission on earth are these. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As we begin this four-Sunday season of Advent, we recall the birth of Christ and the good news, and we look forward to celebrating that birth again. But we also look forward to that day when God's kingdom will fully come, when it won't just be near, but it will be all of reality. We're asked to intentionally wait for Jesus' coming. And the bringing of the fullness of the kingdom of God. We're asked to ponder that, to think about it, to ask ourselves if we want it. Do we want Christ as King? We're reminded that the kingdom of God is now in us. As we serve Him and love Him here in this world, we are God's kingdom present in this world. In the church of Jesus Christ. But the kingdom is also not yet. There is still darkness in the world. There is still sin and there is still death. But that darkness and sin will be put away when He returns. There will be a renewal of all creation and a new heaven and a new earth. But we live in that tension, that place between darkness and light. We've had a glimpse of the light. We've seen the light. We've seen Him in our own lives and in the lives of each other. But we know that the work of revealing Christ is not yet done. One commentator says that in this portion of Mark's Gospel, Jesus addresses those like us who live in the meantime, between the now and the not yet of Christ's kingdom. He tells us to keep alert and awake to live our lives in accordance with Him so that when He returns, we'll be found faithful. That we'll be prepared to live as His servants for all eternity and to love Him. But as we do that now, we can experience that reality in pieces and in glimpses when we see people cared for, people healed, people nurtured, and new disciples and young people leading worship. Hope, love, joy, and peace are on the way, dear ones. There will be times when the news people will convince us that there's nothing for us but darkness. When the movies show us such despair and desolation. Every movie about the future that I have seen in the last 20 years has painted a horrible dark picture. But it's not so. For what is coming is light and love and life. And today we celebrate that Christ is our hope. That because of Christ, we can persevere through the darkness that we live in now. We celebrate the truth 
that though we can still see the darkness of sin and death in this world, light is coming. Whether Jesus means it to be literal or metaphor, we're told that there will be darkness before the eternal light of the kingdom of God comes in its fullness. He tells us that the sun will go out, that the moon will not give its light, that the stars in heaven will fail. There will be darkness. Whether Jesus means that literally or figuratively doesn't matter. It just tells us that on the other side of darkness, there's going to be light. I saw just this morning a report about a wonderful light show that's going on in the botanical gardens in Atlanta. For this time of year, it's obviously about Christmas, right? There's no other reason for the botanical garden to put up lights. But as they talked about all the wonderful displays that they had, as they talked about all the wonderful ways that they were using light to feed the eye and to charm the heart, they didn't mention a single instance of any reference to the birth of Jesus. But get this, they did have a wonderful statue, the woman said, a wonderful display of an ice goddess. Darkness. The ignorance of sin and the rejection of Christ. We might think that those things aren't a reality, but they are. And we live amongst it. And Jesus assures us today that we can press on in faith because a brighter day is coming when everyone will know that He is the Son of God. When there will be no question and there will be no darkness left in the world, but there will only be light. When John the Revelator wrote his book to us, he said that in the new earth there won't be any sun. In the new heaven, there won't be a sun because Jesus will be the light of the universe. We will all walk in the light of His glory and His love. It may look like things are dark, but we as God's kingdom bear the good news that light is coming. Christ is coming. Amen, church? Christ is coming. During these next four weeks, we celebrate that He's our hope, He's our joy, He's love, and that He's peace. My prayer is that you will spend some time thinking about Christ coming, not just for you, but for the whole world. And rejoice in that as we prepare to celebrate His birth.